Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. You get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com. You get three magazines mailed to you before they hit newsstands, including our legendary summer edition. And you get a year of access to Dave Campbell's Texan Live, our streaming service where you can watch thousands of live Texas high school events, including hundreds of live Texas high school football games. It's all part of a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscription. Get your today at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Get on up with Dark and Bold from Community Coffee. Look for it at your local grocery or communitycoffee.com. Hi, I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment or medications if you don't have insurance, really. Welcome to Be Well Texas. We're glad you're here. Visit BeWellTexas.org. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by BCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show online. My name's Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places that we're just hosting the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dork. She's Ashley Pickle. Hi, Hi friends. It's cold today. I I w- went and exercised this morning, mm-hmm. and I needed, like, a jacket. I worked out in a hoodie this morning because uh-huh. I was like, nope, not doing this. Today is t- Wednesday? Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesdays. <laughs> today is Tuesday, uh, October 17th, 2023. It is 37 days until Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to Eminem. Nice. Today is the birth. Let me tell you about the musical greatness how old, today. Real fast. How old is he? 40. 51. Wow. Okay. I was going to say 47. I was off. Today's also the birthday of Alan Jackson. Oh, let's go. It's a big. I'm seeing if there's anyone else that's. That My I've heard granny of. loves Alan Jackson. Today is the birthday of Wyclef Jean. Okay. A, a member of the Fugees? <laughs> wow. Boy, it's a big day for music. Wow. Anyone else? Chris Kirkpatrick, who was a, a Backstreet mm-hmm. Boy, I believe. Yep. Uh, oh, it was Norm McDonald's birthday. Ziggy Marley, Mike Judge, boy, big birthday! Good Lord. Big birthday! Big Happy doings October on October seventeenth. <laughs> it's episode one thousand six hundred seventy-three. On today's show, folks, big, big stinking game. The show, big stinking show. 
you almost said game, which is game. fair. That's Every it. day's game day if you're part of Texas football today. <laughs> We're going to be joined here momentarily by the head coach of the nationally ranked Trinity Tigers. Let's go. Let's talk a little D3 football yeah. with Jeremy Urban, the head coach of the Trinity Tigers. Go down to the San Antonio talk with him. Then... We're going to be joined by Craig White, Texas High School Hall of Famer. Who's wise? Who joins us every Tuesday here on Texas Football Today to talk a little high school football as we enter week nine of the season. And then we'll route it all out with the Dave Campbell's Texan Live Top 10 Plays of the Week from the Texas High School Football Week that was. So stick around for that. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Nick Morton, Big Jiggly Water Balloons, mm-hmm. Tony Blaylock, and Coach Terry Crawford. Welcome in, fellas. Welcome in, friends. Welcome in, friends, countrymen, everybody. Um... Pickle week, what is this week seven of the tech of the college football season? Is that right? Week six of the college football I'm so, season. I'm sorry, the NFL season. Yes, it would be week six because college is in week yes. seven and high schools. No, that's seven. Yeah, seven for NFL. The NFL week that was has come and gone, and here to recap it is Dave Campbell's Texas football NFL insider, my mom. Hi, this is Tep Mom reporting the NFL moment for this week. I'm going to highlight Dustin Hopkins of the Cleveland Browns, who's a place kicker. He had four field goals, including the game winner against the previously unbeaten 49ers. He went to Clear Lake High School in Houston, and he this is his first year with the Browns. He was also on the Bills, the New Orleans Saints, the L.A. Chargers, and the Washington Commanders. Everyone have a great week, and go Rangers! The NFL Minute with our senior NFL correspondent, my mom, joins us every Tuesday here for the NFL Minute. Uh, She keeps calling it the NFL Moment, um, and I'm not going to correct her. I'm not going to correct her, and I encourage you not to correct her because it can be whatever she wants it to be. Anyway, we appreciate my mom, uh, NFL uh, senior NFL correspondent for Dave Campbell's Texas Football, uh, logging in the NFL Minute. She's, she's on a heater of, of special teams players as well. Pickle, let's go to the hotline, and let's go down to San Antonio and welcome in the head coach of the nationally ranked Trinity Tigers. We're joined by Coach Jeremy Urban. Coach, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great, Greg. How are you? Doing great. How are things in beautiful San Antonio? I'm doing very, very well. Um, we enjoyed a cool morning this morning to practice. Um, guys were a little extra chipper at the 48-degree start, so um, it's nice to see some fall weather here on the front end before a hot weekend. Yeah, I was going to say, it feels, I'm sure those, those two days feel long, long ago. Um, I want to ask you a little bit about this this program and the resurgence that it's gone through under your watch. You've been there since since 2012 when you joined as, as an assistant, been the head coach there since 2014. Um, compared to the program that you entered in 2012 to what you guys are now sixth in the nation uh what do you think is the biggest difference uh in that program that that has you guys rolling right now well you know i think at the end of the day we uh, you know we had to have a, a recalibration or an adjustment and a lot of that was just from different leadership you know i played for steve moore and steve gave me a chance to to start my coaching career and, and i think the absolute world of coach um you know i i don't know if a lot of my accomplishments would have ever had a chance to happen if it weren't for him. But, you know, we're, we're different people. We have different leadership styles. And um, when it t- came time for, for him to move into a new chapter of life, um, you know, th- there were a lot of guys on the team who were, were recruited under a different model with, you know, with a different maybe set of expectations than, 
in myself and, you know, coach was um, in the building for a couple of years in a different role um, while I was taking over. And I think that just for a lot of people, there's a, an adjustment. Um, and, you know, I'm just very thankful that the school, uh, you know, allowed us to go through that growth process and kind of, you know, make the team mine, so to speak. Um, you know, there's the old adage of you never want to be the guy after the guy. And coach was, he was the guy. Um, but it just took a while to, to kind of get readjusted to a new, um, you know, system and just set of expectations. I want to go back to the beginning of the season, Coach, uh, where you guys, I mean, nobody can ever accuse you guys of ducking anybody in non-conference play. Uh, you guys go to St. John's uh, and, and lose a heartbreaker in overtime to uh, a really good St. John's squad up there in Minnesota. And then you come home and you you don't just beat Mary Harden Baylor, the team that's had your number the past couple of years, but you, you beat them pretty soundly. I'm, I'm curious what those first two weeks of the season told you about your team. Well, it was really exciting, first of all, to be able to have the honor of playing two renowned programs like that at the front of the year. Um, you know, it's well documented that we have a lot of super seniors who came back and kind of bet on themselves this year, and um, they're picking up double majors and, and extra minors and stuff, and it's, it's been really fun for them, and we wanted to make it an exciting year for them, and they earned the opportunity for us to schedule those type of teams. Um, you know, St. John's, we learned a lot about ourselves. Um, we learned that we can play really, really well, um, that we can match up against great teams. Uh, we also learned the value of depth. You know, we played the second half with um, five of our defensive starters down. Um, you know, we had Tucker going in and out in the second half. We had some other guys on offense, and we earned some very, very valuable um, lessons and playing time for some guys in, in a playoff-type environment early in the year that, um, you know, maybe they would not have earned in previous years until the end of the season. So we grew up. Um, we learned some stuff. I learned some some different things from some clock management that I that I you know didn't operate well at the end of the game. So we learned a lot about ourselves, and we came back. And you know, you referenced the Mary Harden Baylor game, but again, that's that's a phenomenal program. Um, you know, they were rebuilding some. Um, you know, we had a chance to play them at home, and, and the guys took some of the lessons from week one and applied them there, and we played a good game. Um, and you know, those kind of set the stage for for the conference run here as, as we continue to work through that. Talking to Jeremy Urban, the head coach of the Trinity University Tigers here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation at hashtag TF Today. Uh, coach, you, you mentioned him, but but Tucker Horn, a, a guy that we've known through the, the Texas high school football, uh, grown up through Texas high school football, and has obviously shined for you guys there at um, at Trinity. Uh, you know, I'm you're a guy who is a Trinity alum. You know this program inside and out. Um, Tucker Horn, it seems to me from the outset, is is establishing himself as 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 one of those all time great Trinity quarterbacks. I'm I'm curious to to know. Obviously, still work to do, and and nobody's satisfied there. But but Tucker Horn and, and what he what he means to this program. I'm, I'm curious what what you would say about it. You know, he he's as good. I mean, he's the best I've ever coached. Um, that's for sure. I and mean, it's hard for me to put into perspective, you know, where he is now compared to the, the greats of, you know, Mike Burton and Roy Hampton, and a lot of that because I was a young football player at that time. I, I, I was a, a peer of those guys, and, um, you know, there's a lot of nostalgia when I think back to those eras, but, you know, you have to put Tucker in that breath. With knowing what we do on offense, the amount of responsibility he has, he's the best that we've ever had in terms of protecting the football um, you know, he's Sunday level between the years. We've had a chance to talk to some scouts about that. Um, he can make all the throws that we need him to make. Um, but, you know, not just on the field, um, his toughness, his grit, 
Um, but that toughness and grit carries over into the locker room and in the weight room. He's one of the hardest working guys in the weight room. Um, sometimes I'm having to, you know, caution him and pull him back at times saying, hey, you know, Matt Hasselbeck, Trent Dilfer, you know, Tony Romo, those guys had to be smart in, in season at times. We need you to do the same thing without, you know, encouraging. I mean, because taking time off or day off is never, you know, that's not part of his vocabulary. But um, just the way he's leaving a lasting impact, you know, he'll be missed next year. But I've got incredible confidence in Ryan back um, to, to, you know, carry on a legacy. And a lot of that's because of Tucker's leadership. Um pouring into into ryan um he's a second coach in the meeting room with me um you know he's leaving a tremendous impact on the field but his legacy will carry on and hopefully it's a lot of wins and success when he's gone because of who he is as a person and and as a leader Uh, on the other side of the ball the defense has been has been rolling and you mentioned the the number of fifth year guys you've got one of them you know super seniors one of them caleb harmel your your linebacker a guy you know we've known since the burton days a little two-way football there at burton uh but he's he's playing big boy football these days and just how how important and how integral is caleb harmel harmel to to what you guys do you know, Caleb Harmel makes our defense go. Um, you know, the fact that we can be in base personnel and, and shift the dime without subbing anyone, and, and he can man up a slot receiver. He can play Tampa safety for us. Um, he can get in the box and come off the edge. I mean, his versatility is, is second to none. There's a reason he's been a multi-year All-American and why he should repeat that this year. Um, you know, just like Tucker, I mean, we've had some phenomenal linebackers um, who've come through Trinity over the years, J.P. Pazowski, Julian Turner, you know, a couple of guys in different eras, um, Jason Leshikar, but, you know, Caleb's athleticism and speed um, is very different. Um, he's he's a true sideline-to-sideline guy. Again, when some scouts came in the other day, they were definitely asking about him for a reason as well. Um, he's just very savvy, and you referenced the Burton days. I mean, he accounted for 76 touchdowns as a junior he came to camp for us as a quarterback. We recruited him as an athlete and told him in December that he's going to be an All-American linebacker if he bought into it. And he kind of looked side-eyed at me for a second because <laughs> he'd always played quarterback, but I'm so thankful that um, you know he looked at it as an opportunity to get an elite degree and try something new, and um, he's truly flourished at that spot. Jeremy Urban of Trinity University Tigers joining us here at Texas Football Today. Uh, Coach, you guys are coming off your open date. Um, I know coaches don't like off date or bye bye week. It's open date, uh, and and you guys have uh, you, you guys are four zero there in in conference play in the Southern Athletic Association, uh, and and one could say that you've gone through the 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 dirty part of the dis or the, re- uh, the the conference right Birmingham Southern Rhodes. You guys get a big win at Barry, and then you guys beat come home and beat Center before your open date. Um, how do you keep your guys focused on the task at hand, uh, especially coming up this week against South- Southwestern, a team that, you know, probably a little better than their record indicates and we know is good enough to, to, to beat you if, if, if you come out flat? How do you keep your guys focused? Well, thankfully, uh, you know, you can turn on the TV every Saturday uh, and watch, you know, Power 5 football. You can watch NFL football on Sundays, and everyone comes out of those weekends thinking, how did, how did that team lose, right? I mean, there's – there's a reason people hang their hat on, you know, that's why you play the game type of um, comments. And we're very cognizant of that. We understand that um, there was a period of time not too long ago in the grand scheme of things that, that we were those teams trying to create a name for ourselves. And, um, again, I, I love the way our locker room is constructed and the guys in there, and, and they keep those memories fresh. It's kind of a, a common language that we have, and it's passed down. And 
you know, you, you do get a little worried at times about, you know, the, the some of that stuff ever starts sound like Charlie Brown's teacher, but I believe in our guys. I think that they understand that, um, you know, teams are good enough to beat us if we don't show up, and we have to uh, respect the process. We have to be humble in our approach um, if we expect any type of pride in the results, and you know, that's something that continues to echo through. And We've got young, hungry guys who are really, really itching to make a name for themselves that are doing a great job. Um you know, sharpening us at practice every day on their development path. I can't um, say enough for our, our Devo guys. Uh, I mean, I'm very excited about the future because of what I've seen from those guys. Um, and they bring it every day, and they don't allow the older guys a chance to um, take a breath. And that's kind of what you need. And so, you know, I think we'll continue to take it one week at a time. We know that we're going to get everyone's best punch. Uh, we've got to be ready for everything. And I think that that's a challenge in and of itself that our guys get excited about. Uh, finally, Coach, last question for, for Jeremy Urban of the Trinity University Tigers. Um, Coach, you're still a young man. You're in, you're in good shape. Um, and, and people may not know this. You are the only head college football coach in Texas uh, that caught a pass in a Super Bowl. It's true. Um, I, I looked it up. Uh, and so my question for you, if you had to pick another Division three coach to be your quarterback right now, to throw you the ball, Who's get, who's your QB one as you're out there running a running a post? Oh man, um, you know be, because we've had some great battles and you know I have some re- I have respect for the program. I, I'd have to go um, out to Abilene, Texas, and I'd probably um, dial up my guy Jordan Neal. Yeah. Um, you know he he threw the ball around the yard pretty pretty well. Um, I know that there's some other great ones out there. Um, but I've really enjoyed watching Jordan build his program. Um, love him to death, and I knew he can spin the rocks. If I had one more in me, and we're going Toby Keith, you know, as good as I ever was one time, um, I'm going Jordan Neal to, to toss it to me. Yeah, I think I think that's probably a good pick. He'll, he'll put it on the money. I think uh, I think the timing would work out. He's he's Jeremy Urban. He's the head coach of the number six ranked Trinity University Tigers, taking on Southwestern this week. Coach, we appreciate your time. Congratulations again on all your success, and uh, best of luck this Saturday. Hey, thank you. And tell Craig I say hello. And, you know, he's a voice that I, you know, have listened to so many, so many times. So I'm glad you're having him on today as well. I will I will make sure I pass that along. Thank you, Coach. Appreciate you. All right, thanks. Take care. There he goes. Jeremy Urban, head coach of the Trinity University Tigers. Uh, the I mean, we talk about national contenders, right? We talk about teams that can win national titles. Mm-hmm. We think the University of Texas is still in that mix, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I think Angelo is probably the best team in the Lone Star Conference, although I think that that is that's a, a tough road to climb there in, in, uh, in Division II. Mm-hmm. Trinity's got to be right up there. Yeah. They are cooking. And he's being modest, and I, I, I know what he's saying. I, I tried to, to frame that question about their schedule in a certain way because so they've already beaten Birmingham, oh, like Barry on the road at Barry. Mm-hmm. Center, Rhodes, and Birmingham Southern. Those are, in my view, and I would I would be interested in hearing Corey Hogue's view on this, our our, our non FPS insider. The meat uh, the, potatoes. That's the, that's the those are the chief challengers to them. Mm-hmm. So now they get Southwestern, Millsaps, Sewanee, and and Hendricks to close the year. It would be a stumble at this point for them. Yes. Like it would take them. To, so they are they're cooking and they 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 ran a gauntlet and to come out five and one and sixth in the nation and and like I mentioned they're you know they're they're playing good ball right now and Tucker Horn's the real deal. Pride of Graham. They got a bunch of if you are a high school football fan, 
then like Trinity is littered with guys mm-hmm. who you're like, oh man, I remember how awesome he was in high school. Uh, and they're a fun team to watch. Big game this week against Southwestern, which also has a ton of great players from, from the high school days. So make sure uh, you lock into that. We appreciate uh, the head coach at Trinity, Jeremy Urban. And yeah, he caught a touch. He caught a pass in uh, in Super Bowl twenty. No, hold on. Super Bowl forty-eight. Yeah, uh, Steelers Cardinals. He's playing for the that Cardinals. That rules. Playing for the Cardinals. Not many know, people can say that. An eighteen-yard pass from Kurt Warner. How about that? There you go. Anyway, we appreciate Coach Jeremy Urban's time. We're Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Coming up here in just a moment, we'll see if Craig Way can top that. But first, Pickle, I was driving in this week. Oh, I was driving geez. in today. Just get to and the you, ads. And do you know what I was, was thinking? How much I treasure these valued partners. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas love doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, even at home. We provide compassionate, caring support virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment if you don't have insurance, really. Welcome to Be Well Texas, we're glad you're here. Pickle, let's go to the hotline. Hotline's going to work out today. It is. My phone worked this time. San Antonio to Austin. Let's talk with the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer. It is our friend Craig Way. Craig, first and foremost, I have to pass along a message I promised from Trinity Tigers head coach uh, uh, Jeremy Urban, uh, who's got uh, the uh, ranked sixth in Division Three right now, looking really good. But he said that uh, he wants to he wants to say hi because he is a big fan. Well, I appreciate that. He's got them rolling. I, yeah. They have not escaped my notice. They, yeah. uh, they really got my attention early on when they beat uh, Mary Harden Baylor, and I thought, okay, 
these guys are for real, mm-hmm. and they are. So uh, extended return greetings, certainly, yep. to Coach. Fantastic. Um, okay. You had your uh, – Texas had their open date, which means you had your open date. I want to know what Craig Way does with his open date. Well, you know, every weekend starts off by sitting, what, eight inches from you on right. Friday night. I'm sorry about there that, There on, on, on the at the desk <laughs> there, uh, the two of us and Aaron Hardigan with High School Scoreboard Live, and that's always fun. We did that. Uh, I was just talking with uh, Pickle about this on the drive up. The original plan was Linda was going to come up with me, and we were going to go to see the alma mater play on Saturday. We were going to go to the North Texas game, but uh, we had dog sitter issues. So we said, you know, may- maybe maybe this isn't the week the best weekend for it. So she was uh, she stayed back with the dog, and I was driving up, and it was just going to be an up and back thing. And I happened to call my uh, former teacher and broadcast mentor and teacher and broadcast mentor to many, the immortal, the one and only Bill Mercer, who, of course, was the voice of the Mean Green for 35 years, voice of the Dallas Cowboys in the 60s, including the Ice Bowl, voice, uh, first play-by-play voice of the Texas Rangers, uh, also uh, did the uh, play-by-play, worked with Harry Carey on the White Sox, but his most important duty, he always said, was as a teacher. He also was one of the ground reporters covering the Kennedy assassination. Well, Bill is 97 years old young 97 years young and i called him on the way up just to chat and i we talked periodically and i said by the way he's in an assisted living facility i said you ever get visitors he goes when they come you want to (laughs) come and i said how about tomorrow so i went over and spent about three hours with him reminiscing laughing joking talking man is sharp as a razor at age 97. So that's how I spent my open date by week Saturday, and I felt really good about it. And we had a great visit. And then I came home Saturday night and chilled on Sunday and, you know, kept kept an eye on your beloved Texas Rangers who are two wins away from the World Series. Is your PTSD easing up a little bit about the Rangers? No. Let me answer that for him. No, no he is stressed. Still, it's still, still <laughs> stomach, stomach ache city. Uh, I hate this. Um, uh, so. Uh, first of all, I should say I'm not a North Texas guy, as as you guys know. But you spent enough time around here and rough enough time around the media, the Mercer especially Mafia. in Texas. You guys are everywhere. <laughs> Bill Mercer's acolytes are just running around roughshod. They they run they run this state in a lot of ways. So uh, that is a name that yeah. resonates even with me. Yeah, great great man. Uh, as as Pickle says, we're all members of the Mercer Mafia, Mercerites, mm-hmm. uh, and and uh, he's he's something else. And and he said when I left, he said people ask him from time to time, you know, what's the uh, what's what what accomplishment are you most proud of? Was it being there uh, covering uh, the whole Kennedy assassination? He he, Bill Mercer was the one who informed Lee Har- Harvey Oswald that he was being charged with murdering the president when there was this kind of weird news conference thing in between the assassination day on friday and when jack ruby shot oswald on sunday on saturday when they brought him through and it was this kind of this press gathering and that's where you hear oswald say things like uh i'm a patsy i you know blah 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 and he said i haven't even been charged with anything and they happened to be standing right nearby and bill looked at him and said yes you have and he looked at bill and he said you've been charged with murdering the president and he said he just stared at him blankly and then the police whisked him off but so i asked bill i said or he said the people ask him from time to time what what achievement what accomplishment are you most proud of and he said 
that I taught that class for 50 years. Mm-hmm. That's what it, that's what it was that he taught that class for 50 years. And it's a lesson all of us can learn, even as we continue to whatever, climb our own personal ladders and achieve and accomplish our own personal things that to giving back. And that's what he has done for low these many years giving back is the biggest gift that we can give. Most certainly. Absolutely. Well said. Um, on to less important things like Texas high school football, though it certainly brings pretty important uh, around here. We're now into week nine of the Texas high school football season. Um, and Step and I were kind of looking over the slate of games here in week nine of, of, of the season. And, and obviously there are these, we now fall into this kind of odd in between where you've got the games that are the real headliners, right? The games between two powers, maybe state ranked teams. There's a handful of matchups of unbeatens. But then you also end up finding all these games that really matter that you're starting to get into essentially de facto playoff games. Winners probably in, losers probably out. At this point in the season, which interests you more? Do you find yourself more drawn towards the headline matchups, the one that we, the ones that we, we look at for, for most of the season, or do you find yourself drawn to uh, the real nitty-gritty, the ones that are going to determine who gets that final playoff spot? Uh, it, for me, it's always going to be the games that get you into the playoffs. But how many times have we hear, we've heard the story in so many different sports, just get into the tournament, mm-hmm. get into the playoffs. And we've seen it. Uh, we, we've seen where teams can get on a big run. Uh, Harmony last year, getting in and, and making a big run into the semifinals. I mean, it's not often a team finishes with, what, an 8-6 and six record, I guess it was, or mm-hmm. uh, something like that. They, You know, uh, getting into the tournament. So, yes, I, I am keeping a close watch on that. Some of the games may have less impact but are still headliner games that have some sort of implication. I'll give you an example. There's one down here this week. you got Lake Travis and Dripping Springs. Mm-hmm. Now, in the grand scheme – it won't matter in terms of you know what happens with each of those two teams' playoff individual playoff routes. Reason being is they're going to go in different divisions. Uh, a drip, obviously, in D two. Lake Travis is uh, certainly seems to be ticketed to be the D one representative uh, in, as the runner up to Westlake. But it's still it's a big game, and it's still an opportunity for Dripping Springs, who gave Westlake a tussle for about three quarters last week, to continue to make a statement forward about that program. Their only loss has been to Vandegrift. Obviously, no disgrace there. So that's why uh, it's, a, it's a real interesting matchup. Hank Carter, the head coach of Lake Travis, and Galen Zimmerman at Dripping Springs. That's a, that's a headline matchup, even if it doesn't come down to deciding uh, a playoff spot or who goes what direction or whatever in the postseason, as is the case with many other districts, as we know, across the state. All right, I want to go back to week eight, and and I want to give you three results from week eight. And I would like to know, because I think we had a fair number of of kind of stunners or or ones that (laughs) certainly made us cock our eyebrow whenever they came across our screen. I'll give you three, and you, you tell me which one shocked you the most. Would it be Odessa Permian 32, Midland Legacy 31? Would it be... Let me find the score. Lindale 35, Chapel Hill 23, or a new challenger approaches. Would it be Round Rock Stony Point 7, Cedar Park Vista Ridge nil? Which which of those shocked you the most on a, on a Friday night? Probably the, the Lindale over Chapel Hill. Anytime a number one team goes down, they go down. And, and, it, and all of a sudden, especially if it's an unranked team, 
it would surprise folks. Now, we know that, that sometimes they've had an issue or two with, with their defense or whatever, uh, So, but it would probably be the eyebrow raiser. In the case of uh, Permian and Legacy, Hey, that's that throw that record book out the window thing. So that's that's a it's a big rivalry deal, just as it was the week before with Odessa High pulling the upset of a permit. So those things happen. And then the deal with uh, Stony and Vista, this is that crazy mixed up world of 25-6A. Think about this uh, for a second, Tab. Here's Vista Ridge with uh, losses to McNeil and to Stony. In both cases, they allowed only seven points and lost the game. They lost 7-6. They lost 7 nothing. You pretty much have an elimination game on your hands this week with Vista and Maynard. So that's a, that's, that's a critical game. And then there'll be another important game next week. Uh, depending on what happens with Maynard this week, the, the Maynard-Westwood game could have impact because it could also impact uh, Vandegrift's status of Division One, Division Two, which we talked about earlier. But I would say of those three, probably the Lindale uh, eyebrow racer was, was the one that got me. Finally, Craig, it's the meanest thing we do to each other each week, and that is I'm going to give you three games, and you can only pick one to teleport to, even though I do think that these that there are some Thursday and Friday games in, in this one, so you could do two, but that's not the rules of this game that I made up. Uh, the three games, you can only teleport to one. Are you going to Silsby for Hampshire, Finette, and Silsby, matchup of unbeaten state ranked? Are you going to Corpus Christi? For Corpus Christi Veterans Memorial and Corpus Christi Miller, or are you going to Fannin County to watch Cooper and Honeygrove in a game that I know we all saw coming in the in the in the preseason? <laughs> I love all three of those. Naturally, this is a, a classic example. The meanest thing you do each week. Uh, the Hampshire Finette Silsby thing is is really attractive, as as well as that battle in the bay. But I'm probably going to go with Cooper and in Honey Grove because we find out how for real Honey Grove is really is. I mean, they gave up their first points of the season last week, that one field goal. They still have yet to punt. And uh, and then Cooper, we've known to be really, really good. And you and your minions, mm-hmm. uh, your acolytes, have, have yet to put Honey Grove into the top 10 rankings. But if it happens, if it happens, if Honey Grove gets the win, we're going to all channel our inner – Reagan and Gorbachev thing and that's this invisible wall that you put up around Honeygrove we're going to say Mr. Tepper tear down this wall so that's what's going to happen if Honeygrove gets the win it'll be a good ball game I, 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 I will say this as somebody who does have a hand in, in the rankings if Honeygrove beats Cooper it's going to be real hard to keep him out of the rankings I like they'll tell you right now internally they're about 12th like 13th or 12th, this would yeah. certainly vault them into the rankings. And then we can have a party in the sweetest town in Texas. He's Craig Way. <laughs> He's a Texas High School Football Hall of Famer. Uh, you can listen to him on the Craig Way Show, uh, the eponymous show down there on AM 1300 The Zone, 2 to 4 p.m. today and every weekday uh, down there in Austin. And then see him on High School Scoreboard Live Friday nights on Bally Sports Southwest alongside Aaron Hardigan and myself. Craig, appreciate your time, my friend. And uh, I will talk to you a little bit later this afternoon. You bet. We get to throw it right back in your face this oh, afternoon on my show. So excited. Thanks, man. <laughs> All right. There he goes. Craig Way, the Texas High School Hall of Famer, proud member of the Mercer Mafia. Correct. Join us here on Texas Football today. Um, oh, 
our boss like, like stopped at the outside. Do you ever notice that when somebody like stops outside the glass? We have yeah. glass right here. I think we've shown people the thing, but there's glass right here. When there's mm-hmm. people, somebody like stopped. I always think like, no, we're doing a show. Please don't come in here. Uh, the other day, our one of our sales guys was trying to talk to Mallory and I like through the glass, asking if he could come in right in the middle of WTF. I was like, we do this every week. <laughs> same same, time. same time. Literally every single same week. Same time every Thursday. That's <laughs> anyway, we appreciate Craig White, the Texas Football Hall of Famer, joining us every Tuesday here on Texas Football Today. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football on the Lone Stars tape. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Coming up here in just a moment, the Dave Campbells Texan Live Top 10 Plays of the Week. But first, let's find out who the Ozarka Fueled by Nature teams of the week are. Dave Campbell's Texas Football, in partnership with Ozarka, is proud to honor one team from each classification with the Ozarka Fueled by Nature Team of the Week Award. The teams selected throughout the course of this program have exemplified the best in Texas high school football. Congratulations to this week's recipients of the Ozarka Fueled by Nature Team of the Week Award. We salute you. For more information, visit TexasFootball.com. Pickle, one last thing to do today, and that is to roll out the Dave Campbell's Texan Live Top 10 Plays of the Week. You can watch dozens and dozens of Texas high school football games live on your device on TexanLive.com if you become a Dave Campbell's Texas football subscriber. And you can watch Dave Campbell's Texas football tonight, every Friday night on TexanLive.com and on YouTube. And you guys went on, I know you're on Twitter Mm-hmm. last week too yeah uh <laughs> facebook messed up it broadcasted from my facebook page um, that's hilarious somebody goes uh oh well you could just share it on the dave campbell's page and i was like i'm not sifting through friend requests like that idea. i'm sorry i'm not doing idea. that but next we're gonna try and get it figured out on facebook but we're for sure streaming on twitter yes so you can watch uh the biggest moments from the biggest games live and whip around coverage it's dave campbell's texas football Tonight, uh, our Red Zone show, 7.30 p.m. Friday nights. So you might have seen some of these plays, but here they are, the Dave Campbell's Texan Live Top 10 Plays of the Week. We are talking about. So here we go, first play. It's off to the left side. Run for a little bit. Has a hole on the left side at the 30, at the 20. Will he be stopped? He is in for the touchdown. Just want to play to get things started. Against Walks, Ahachi, DeCorian, Moore, Ace and Theus, and Zach Turner are the wide receivers. Russell looking to throw on second down, and it's caught. Zachary Turner inside the 20, broke a tackle inside the 10, and he will walk in. Touchdown, Duncanville. Just up to 23 miles per hour, and they hand it off here. Look out! There goes Alex Bars. Alex Bars is going to take it 95 yards. Long way to convert a first down. You'd expect Hayden Johnson to have to throw exactly what he's doing. Firing and caught. First down and a whole lot more. There's speed. There's five different dogs chasing him. And goodbye since Jacaden Ferguson, 97-yard touchdown. Down goes empty here on this third drive. Quick pitch in the middle of the field by Lewis Hickman, and he keeps on his feet. Hickman's reversing field, block in front with Brazel, and he goes into the five-yard line, and he's going to score. Touchdown, Weiss. He's got Ford with him in the backfield. Go the play action again. 
to the right side. Catch me by Tabor the 45. Spins out of a tackle. Gets to the 40. Gets down the tightrope to the sideline. Tabor to the 10, to the 5, and he is in. Touchdown, Richardson Eagles. Logan Toth will stand up in on the top of your screen on the line. They roll the pocket left, pass out left side, catch is made, first down and more, running across the 45, runs through some more tackles. Here goes Armour. Slows down, slow plays at the 40, needing a block, cuts back at the 30. Still down the sideline to the 10, to the 5, all the way in for the touchdown. 73 yards on the completion. Bernard to hold. Cornell the junior. Blocked by Braylon Conley. Extra point is blocked. Conley scoops it up. Down the near side goes the USC commit, cutting it back. Braylon Conley cuts it back again. He blocks the PAT, and Braylon Conley is gone. Kick two for Braylon Conley. First and ten. They feed it to Tyvone Whitehead to the outside. It's a good run to start the new drive for Tyvone Whitehead. Look at him go across midfield. Tyvone Whitehead, 94 yards. Touchdown, Columbus. The 10 from the 25. Here's Holly from the shotgun. Does a play action to the end zone for Marshall. He makes the catch, and it is a touchdown. Unbelievable. Touchdown, Lake Island. Unbelievable. Trip Marshall, he is a hero. How about that? Dave Campbell's Texan Live Top 10 Plays of the Week. You can watch all those games live on Dave Campbell's Texan Live. I mean, you can still watch those games. Like, if you want to go watch the full game. You yeah, can. they're VOD video. But, like, the there'll be new games this week that you can watch live as they happen on Dave Campbell's Texan Live. Go to TexanLive.com. Become a Dave Campbell's Texball subscriber at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. Uh, yeah, if you ever miss any of the Plays of the Week stuff, feel free to go to our YouTube page. We upload those, or if you see a play in there that you want to share with somebody, um, YouTube.com slash Dave Campbell's TF. These videos will be up there every single week, so check them out. That's going to do for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks again to Jeremy Urban, head coach of the nationally ranked Trinity Tigers, and Craig Way for being our guest. He's the host of a radio show and, like, the voice. He's a Hall of Famer. So, like, both super awesome. Appreciate them both spending t- uh, uh, for their time. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tupper. Vince Young, please get your player of the year trophy. We will see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today. Thank you.